Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The song, I Only Have Eyes for You, was composed in 1934 by Harry Warren and Al Dubin. It has been recorded by numerous musicians, including Peggy Lee, Frank Sinatra, and Art Garfunkel. Rolling Stones ranks the Flamingos version of the song number 175 in their list of the 500 greatest songs of all time. I only have eyes for you. The Lord has his own version of this golden oldie. You are valuable in my eyes. The you in our text is singular. It's not plural. It's you, not y'all. Singular, you, denotes a focus that is individual and intimate, particular and personal. The same specific concern for you comes in Isaiah 43.1, where God says, I have called you by name. You are mine. His care is cosmic and universal, to be sure. But to emphasize the value God places on you, he employs 25 second-person word forms in Isaiah 43, verses 1 through 7. Over and over again, it is you, 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 you. You are valuable in my eyes. Those who first received these words were far away from home. These Israelites were in Babylon, and Babylon said, You are nothing in my eyes. Babylon was distant, aloof, cold, and calculating. It called Judean exiles state slaves and prisoners, cogs in their vast and ever-growing political machine. The question of the day, where do I find my value? To get at this, let me ask you, have any of you been in one of those fun houses that have all those weird mirrors? Some mirrors make you look tall and skinny. I appreciate those. Others make you look short and fat. And sometimes I don't think it is a funny mirror at all. Still others make you ugly and creepy. None of them reflect who you really are or what you really look like. And neither do the mirrors that surround us. Just turn on the TV, surf the net, go to a mall, pick up a magazine. There we see these perfect people with perfect families and perfect marriages delighting in their perfect jobs. And when these images seductively summon us, what do we see? We see that we do not measure up. You name it, we do not have it. Addicted to how the world sees us, we begin feeling tall and skinny, short and fat, ugly and creepy. If we look at these mirrors long enough, we begin to languish. We begin to lose heart. We begin to feel worthless. And when we feel worthless, we not only discount ourselves, we begin discounting everyone else. We start to to discount our spouse, child, colleague, parent, boss. When we feel like nothing, we treat other people 
like nothing. We sell each other off for cut-rate prices, slashing and burning reputations. Obsessed with what we do not have, we get stuck in the game of gossip, the silent stares and the jungle of judgment. Let me be as clear as possible. How you stack up in the eyes of others does not reflect your true value. Your true value comes from the Lord. And he says, you are valuable in my eyes. It is the same you, singular, not plural, specific, reserved, exact. It is you. And you are incredibly valuable. The Hebrew word here translated valuable denotes significance, stature, substance. You are pride. You are priceless. You are preferred. You are precious. Let me explain. Value is based on ownership. A car owned by Elvis Presley is worth a lot more than my Honda Pilot, which has been dented, damaged, dinged, and now sits in an auto shop waiting to be worked on. My car's worth is connected to the fame of its owner, or lack thereof, which means not a whole lot. I'm sure that it could be sold for a couple of bucks, hopefully, but it is probably worth more as scrap at this point. So value is based on ownership. The Lord says in Isaiah 43, 6 and 7, bring my sons from afar. And my daughters from the ends of the earth, all upon whom my name is called and whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and whom I made. God has created and claimed, fashioned and formed us. We are his sons and his daughters. And value is based on how much someone is willing to pay. God says in Isaiah 43, 4, and I will give people in exchange for you, and nations in exchange for your life. When Israel passed through the Red Sea, the Lord paid for it with the life of Egyptians. Now Israel is about to leave their captivity through the Persian king Cyrus, and God will pay for it with the life of Babylonians. Our God is willing to lay down people's lives for us. But why trust the Lord to place value on us? Just who is this God anyway? Isaiah 40, 26 says that he calls every star by name. The Milky Way is estimated to be anywhere from 100,000 to 200,000 light years across and about 1,000 light years thick. It is estimated to contain 100 to 400 billion stars. To count them one by one would take a person over 3,000 years. According to probings of the Hubble and James Webb Space Telescopes, there are an estimated 2 trillion galaxies in the universe. These numbers boggle the mind. And this God calls each of them by name. This is the God who says in Isaiah 43, 
I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. And in verse 4, you are valuable in my eyes. But wait, there's more. Isaiah 40 verse 8 says his word is everlasting. Isaiah 51 8 says his righteousness is everlasting. Isaiah 54 8 says his love is everlasting. Isaiah 55 says his covenant is everlasting. No wonder Isaiah 40 states he is the everlasting God. This is the one who says, I only have eyes for you. Who? You. Still you. Just you. Always you. Forever and ever you. And you are what? You are valuable. You are cherished of infinite worth. Not in the eyes of Babylon. Not in the eyes of the world. There we are nameless numbers and state-owned statistics. Where are we valuable? Not in our eyes. When our eyes are wide open, we see our duplicity, our dishonesty, our idolatry. Our ongoing sin. So where are we valuable? God says in my eyes. To quote Luther. He says. Although in supreme trials. You seem nothing in your own eyes. And are condemned as one cast off by the world. In my eyes you are glorious. Therefore you may be vile in your own eyes. In the eyes of the world. And even in those of your brothers. Fear not. In my eyes, I regard you as a precious jewel. But wait, there's more. In the baptismal flood, God claimed you as his own. And on a hill called Calvary, he paid for you with his son. This means God has more than just eyes for you. He has hands and feet for you nailed to a cross. He has a head for you crowned with thorns. He has a side for you, thrust through by a spear. But wait, there's more. God has a heart for you. Jesus says, as the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. God has ears for you. Jesus says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. And God has body and blood for you. Jesus says, given and shed for you for the forgiveness of your sins. Isaiah testifies to this one indisputable fact. Our God loves these lyrics. The moon may be high, but I can't see a thing in the sky. I only have eyes for you. Amen. May the peace that surpasses all human understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus to life everlasting.